Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz and welcome back to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me, of course, is We Are Cats. Yo-ho! Alright, so we just finished watching Hell in a Cell and yesterday, before recording today, we watched Bound for Glory. So we're going to get to those in a little bit later, but first we're going to talk about some important news that came out uh, during the weekend. So apparently, we're going to start with ROH because ROH removed... Two names that could be gone from the company. One of them is Dan Maff, and the other one is Marty Scroll. Mm. Now, Dan Maff, we don't know why, but from Marty Scroll, there's um, there's been a reason why. He was one of the many wrestlers that have been uh, that been in question because of the speak out allegations from women who said that he sexually abused um, a woman. Um, in 2015, when she was 16 years old and intoxicated. See, um, we don't know anything else that goes further than that, but apparently ROH is taking this very seriously, and and um, Scrolls was the head booker at the time, before um, when there was when the, when this whole movement was going on. And I said back then, and I do, st- I do still stand what I said back then now, that no man should do anything like that to um, to female wrestlers or fans or, or women in general. You know, should not take advantage of them at all. You know, and if they if they need to speak out about it, let them speak out about it. You know, because it's really hard for uh, people to talk about uh, certain uh, topics that are very sensitive, you know. And I respect those women who uh, came out and and talked and said what needed to be said. Mm -hmm. And those that did speak but didn't want to give out their names, the fear of backlash or something like that, you know. I still respect them still because it's really hard to come out from that to come out and say, you know, hey, said person did this to me at said time. And I'm not going to let that stand, you know, and mm-hmm. it took me a long time just to 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 get the, the nerve and the courage to come out and speak, you know. So. So as of now, we don't know what's going to happen with Marty Scrolls. We don't know. There was. um Prior to all this whole situation, there was rumors that he that ROH was gonna work with AEW, try to do some um, working situation with them. But I think that all went down the gutter when all this ha- started to happen. Um, so we don't know what's gonna happen with Marty Scrolls in the future. Mm. I don't know if he's still gonna be wrestling. I don't know if he's gonna be with another company. Um, I don't even know if he will have a career afterwards because, um, this is serious. This is really, really serious. Well, not just this, but also the COVID situation. I mean, he's got to travel. Yeah. How is he going to travel? That's true. So, yeah. So once we get any more information about it, you know, we'll let you know of this, of, uh, Marty Scrolls situation at ROH. Um, moving from ROH to AEW. Now, 
this came out, this this news and everything, uh, came out about a couple hours ago. And um, if you guys don't want to listen to this part because it's like a little spoiler uh, for this week's episode of Dynamite, fast forward it a couple minutes or so, and then you know you won't miss out. But um, they did a match with uh, Ty Conti and. And everybody's favorite zombie girl, you know, Abaddon. And it looked like Abaddon suffered a serious injury. And that she was hospitalized after the match. Mm. So it was reported by um, Wrestling Observer Radio's Brian Alvarez said this, quote unquote. It turns out that she took an elbow shot to the throat, which caused the match to be stopped after she couldn't breathe. AEW sent her to the hospital to get checked out, but she was said, but she said she was fine. There's no word yet if the match will be aired on Dynamite or not. Alvarez also stated, Abaddon got injured in the match with Ty Conti. Something happened, and she looked and she took an elbow to the throat and couldn't breathe. Obviously, they stopped the match immediately and got her to the hospital, and apparently she is so fine. So it was very scary, but. That's what happened in the match. I get. I. I they'll, they'll. If they do not uh, show this match, it'll probably be because, you know, a great camera angle to a very bad and serious injury. It could actually like you know scare the crap out of people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they'd be worried. You know, we okay. It's kind of like this. If they don't want to show it. I'm okay with it because if it looked really horrible, like the injury looked really, it sounded serious. It sounded really horrible. You know, it's, I don't want to use this example, but I guess this is the way I would have to say it. So people can understand their, their situation if they don't want to show it. So people out there, what the example I'm going to use, don't be offended by it. I don't want to use this example, but this is the best way to explain the situation. Remember what happened to the blue to the blue blazer? To the who? To uh, Owen Hart. Uh, I thought you were going to use something like uh, one with Sid Vicious. No, no, no. Where he no, jumped no. and his leg went. The no, other no, way. no. See, remember what happened to Owen Hart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so hard to watch mm-hmm. that they never want to show that WWE never want to show that ever. Yeah. If a if Dynamite doesn't want to show that match because it's like that, that serious of an injury, I respect them for that. Or the or the other one. Oh god, why am I bring, why am I remembering this? Okay. Or the other one where Eddie Guerrero had that match with uh, JBL and he just collapsed. He he just like just slowly didn't start moving and then he just like went down and looked like he was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah and um, yeah just ugh, man, I hate using those two examples, but that's the only way to see. That's the only, that's the only way. You, Kind of understand how serious the situation is. Like, do you like? Do you really want to see that on national television? No. See, 
like I told you, it'll, it'll probably be at a great camera angle, but it'll also be really ugh, disturbing. So hopefully they'll... Whatever, I hope they make the right decision. And if they don't want to put it on, I totally 100% respect them for doing that. And and back it up that they chose not to show this match on there. And if they do? <sighs> if it's if it's hard... Okay, if, if it sounds really bad how the way that Brian Alvarez described it, and if it looks really hard to watch... I don't blame people to just turn off the TV or just change the channel. Hmm. I wouldn't blame people. Yeah. So, you know, they're saying that they're saying that Abaddon is doing fine. I, I, if you're hearing this, I hope you're doing fine. If you need some time to rest up and stuff like that. Go do what you need to do. You know, we send you a lot of love and respect out, uh, to you, Abaddon. And I hope you make a really good, speedy recovery and take your time coming back to the ring. Mm-hmm. Don't rush yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then sticking with AEW, um, Diamond Dallas Page. There's been reports that Diamond Dallas Page that he might consider doing one more match. He was interviewed by Inside the Ropes and he had this to say. I I thought, God, I've wrestled in five decades. The 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the millennium, and the 2010s. Then, uh, then when Cody asked me to do it in January, I thought, wow, I've wrestled in six decades. That's a handful. A very small handful of people who can say that. Am I planning to do it in the seventh decade, too? I plan on it. Uh, I will do something there, when if it comes around, and if I'm still in the same shape, which I think I'll be in the same, I think I'll be in a better shape. So, would you want to see DDP go back in the ring one more time? Well, naturally, everyone's answer is curious. Is yes. The point, the only point is, who is he probably going to go against? Yeah. Because it depends. He can't just go against someone like MJF. Or maybe he could do it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't want him to get hurt. Right. Yeah, so if he does decide, you know, eh, sure, go ahead, you know. Maybe Jake the Snake. (laughs) Or Taz. Mm. We'll just wait and see. And then uh, one more topic with AEW before we move on. Um... And it's the one topic that everybody has been divided on a lot. Not a pretty good amount. But uh, it's still it's a, it, it, it's a good conversation to have right now. And that is the one, the only, the Tony-nominated uh, segment. Oh, uh, the dinner debonair? Yeah. Oh, Le Dinner Debonair. Yeah. So, what do you think of it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Well, the beginning was slow, and then all of a sudden they start singing in Broadway style, and they ended it in a Broadway style. Yeah. And, uh, well, I was entertained. I was entertained. Right. Yeah, me, I had no idea they were going to do this at all. 
So I was kind of blown away by like, wow, they actually did this. But then again, I'm like saying to myself, yeah, I think they could. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, can I see any other person or any two wrestlers that can pull something off now? And so I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, no, I don't really think. They need at least, uh, 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 you know, maybe some singing training or something, at least. Because uh, you don't want to be hearing... Uh, yeah, because it's like this. Okay. WWE. I think Elias could do it, but not in this type of way. I think if they work around his strains, maybe. <laughs> but then you have to find someone who can actually carry the weight, pretty much. Oh, and, and and for people who didn't know, when MJF was singing, no, that wasn't someone else who was singing. That was actually him singing. Guy's really talented. Oh, it yes. shows. You know. And, um, and, and you know what? I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was weird. It was different. But I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it to the point where it's just like, you know what? There's nothing that these two can cannot do. No. And then there was reports that it went into like the whole editing and stuff like that. Twenty five minutes before the show went on there, they got it done. <laughs> so they did this in a they they a lot of balls. I'll, I'll give them that. They were really ballsy on this one. It's not like someone else said to come in and be like, oh, let me see this. Oh, we can't do it. Scrap it. Let's think of something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, Reminds you of somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, except these guys were willing to go above and beyond mm-hmm. and uh, take that risk <laughs> of something that could be possibly viewed as like the stupidest crap you've ever seen. Or it could be like the, the, the stupidest segment of 2020. But it turns out to be the best. <laughs> Surprisingly, one of the best. Yeah. So. So, yeah. All I gotta say, I liked it. I was enjoyed. I, I was entertained. I was thrilled. Just couldn't go wrong with it. Alright, so moving right along from AEW to Impact. So, we had Bound for Glory. We'll get to... The match, the, the the event and matches and stuff like that. But there was a couple things we need to talk about. So apparently, um, one of the matches was supposed to have uh, Kylie Ray was going to challenge uh, Donna Paricio for the Impact from the from the Impact Knockouts Championship. She was a no show, so Sue Young replaced her, and Sue Young. What uh won the title? So it was a. So it was reported that uh, by the Wrestling Observer, uh, David Alvarez, it was reported that she was kept off the show because of an injury, but it, it is believed not to be serious. So, Brian Alvarez. Well, Brian Alvarez, thank you. Um, yeah. So I don't know if. I hope the injury is not too bad. I 
hope it's not it's not worse. So you know, um, wishing her the best of luck. I hope she feels better. And I, I, that's really kind of really sad news that if Sue Young won, I bet you the original idea was that she was supposed to win. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it was made like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not only that, but other news with Impact that they are bringing back the Knockouts Tag Team Championships at the Hard to Kill Pay Per View event. So you know what? I'm glad to see the title, uh, the um, the tag, the Knockouts Tag Team Championships coming back. I thought it was a great idea. They did a really good job with it before. Um, so I'm, I kind of wait to see how it's going to be. So, what they did announce is that they're going to be doing a championship tournament. And, um, let me see. It is said that they're going to be starting to do, for the next several weeks on Impact Wrestling TV, a tournament. So, they're going to have the final two teams that are going to meet up at the... Let me see. Yeah, at January 16th at Hard to Kill, that's when they're going to crown the new Knockout Tag Team titles. So, that's going to be interesting to watch. And for the teams that are going to be introduced over the weeks to this tournament, I wish them the best of luck. And we will keep you guys up to date in that tournament. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, Bound for Glory. It was a good show. It was an interesting, good show. A lot of surprises. A lot of some some people I didn't expect to come out and and show up, but they did, and I was surprised, very very surprised. So without further ado, let's just get going with it. Uh, we have the pre-show match, and it was a regular tag team match between the Deaners. Cody Diener and Cousin Jake going against the Rascals of Dez and Wentz. And the Deaners won. Quick match. It was a, you know, pre-show match. Eh, it was alright. <coughs> Excuse me. And then we're now with the uh, pay-per-view proper. So what started off is the six-way intergender scramble match for the Impact X Division Championship. And we have, uh, let me see, Rohit Raju... The champion, I guess he's a new champion or retaining. Yeah, retaining. Uh, he defeated uh, Chris Bay, or, or she, I forgot. Uh, Chris Bay, uh, Jordan Grace, uh, TJP, Trey, and Willie Mack. Yeah. This was good. You know, the exhibition the, the division matches are always good. Um, can't, can't go wrong with them. Um... And I, I thought this was great. I, I thought this this was a great match. It was it was this it was a great way to start off Bound for Glory. Everybody did really great. Willie Mack was great in this one. Trey was really great. TJP was good. Jordan Grace just always phenomenal. When whenever she's put into, into these intergender matches, um, Chris Bay was good. Uh, Raju a beast, and just recently was announced that he got a contract extension, a new contract. To, and he's going to be a, uh, with Impact for a couple more years as well. So congratulations to him on that. But still, good match though. Uh, then we have the uh, 20 wrestler intergender call your shot gauntlet match. And the stipulation is where the winner could choose any championship match of their choice. 
And there's another mini stipulation here. It says, since Rhino won, then Heath also won a full-time contract with Impact Wrestling. Had neither Heath nor Rhino won, Rhino would be fired. And Rhino was the last man standing, and he won by eliminating Sammy Callahan. And uh, for reference, the other participants uh, were not in order, but they were... uh, Which was surprising. Uh, Devari. Devari showed up. Larry D, Mm -hmm. Crazy Steve, AC Romero, Tennille Dashwood, Havoc, uh, Brian Myers, Swoggle, Mm -hmm. Tommy Dreamer, Mm -hmm. Alicia Edwards, Kira Hogan, uh, Taya Valkyrie, uh, Falabon, James Storm, Adam uh, Thornstow, Luster the Legend, Heath, and Hernandez. Yeah, James Storm came back to Impact. Um, this was interesting too because there was rumors that he was going to go to WWE. So I don't know if this is just a one-time gig, short-term, long-term. We don't know. Um, but it was crazy to see him back here in Impact. He was an original um davari was also it was interesting to see davari back in the ring so you know it's great to see them um this ran for 25 minutes it was, it was good there was some good bits good spots here and there um tommy dreamer uh had an homage to animal from the roars and the whole makeup and everything in the shirt and all that i thought that was pretty awesome um but yeah, it, this was really good. I thought this was this one was really good. Then we have the regular singles match between Moose, who defeated EC3. This was good, but also kind of a head scratcher of a match. I, 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 like okay, it was good. The finish was kind of like what, what, you know? But it was good nevertheless. Uh, then we have the regular singles match. Ken Shamrock with Sammy Callahan. Uh, he defeated Eddie Edwards by submission. Okay, so this this was good. This was like Shamrock's moment because, you know, he was being introduced into the uh, Impact Hall of Fame. You had, no, you, you had like Bret Hart sending him a message. You know, other legends. Mick Foley sending him a message. The Rock... I that was the one that kind of surprised me because no one I didn't even know that The Rock was going to be doing something like that for him introducing him and, and inducting him into the ROH not the ROH um, the Impact Hall of Fame yeah. um, and you know what I he, he deserves it you know he he really does deserves it you know he's he's done so much for wrestling really good in wrestling I'm surprised Vince hasn't decided to put him in the WWE Hall of Fame but eh, you know what he doesn't need to now, you know. He's already in one. He's already he's already won. He's already in one in an organization that actually wants him to be there, you know. And that I'm good with that, you know. And Shamrock still being Shamrock. Mm-hmm. So then we have the four way tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships, and the team of the North. Uh, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander are your new champions because they defeated the Motor City Machine Guns. Who, Alex were the cur- who were the current champions at the time? Yep, uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. 
The Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, and Ace Austin, the team of Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Good, spot fast, a, a little bit of everything, you know, ground and pound, uh, bruiser, high flying, um, you know, Japanese hard style, a little bit of everything. So this was a good match. I think this this one, this one was really good. Yes, and then we have the singles match for the Impact Knockouts Championship. And this is, you know, where uh, Kylie Ray was supposed to be here. Yeah. But instead, we have Sue Young is the new champion, defeating uh, Diona Purazzo, uh, who was accompanied with Kimberly. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Sue Young. Um, this was also good. A little, uh, like a little slowdown moments, a little awkward moments, but it, it was still a good match regardless. And the main event, singles match for the Impact World Championship between Rich Swan and Eric Young. Yeah. And Rich Swan is your new champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to Eric Swan. Great. Rich, mm-hmm. Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about Eric Young. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because, okay, this is this is why. Um, this was a good match. This was a good Main event match. Eric Young being Eric Young in there, doing what he needed to do. Rich Swan doing what he needed to do. It was great. It was entertaining. It was over. It was almost twenty two minutes long, but it was good. It, I think it was good. And, uh, sorry, folks. Um, at the end, the Bountiful Glory was really good. This was a really good show. Um. Oh no! If I would have had to give this give this pay per view a, a grade letter, like a B plus, a solid B, B plus, like B plus A minus, it was it was that pretty. It was that good of a show. I enjoyed myself. I, I enjoyed watching it. You know, little little. You know, there was little hiccups here and there, um, but um, other than that, if you can pass through those little hiccups, it's a really good wrestling show. Yeah, I would concur. Yeah, be really entertained. Okay. So, moving right along from Impact Wrestling. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> so, um, we're just, I'm just going to get to the point. Hell in the Cell was being sponsored by Skittles. And I was laughing when I saw this because it was like, you know, Hell in the Cell, they're making it look brutal and this and that. And it was like, yeah, it's sponsored by Skittles. And I'm just like, seriously, the hell? <laughs> it's like, couldn't you guys couldn't get like a better um, sponsor? Twix, Milky Way bar, or something like that, or or you know, something that's not food related. <laughs> no Skittles. Jeez, whiz, man. <sighs> oh no. All right. So, let's get going with it. First and foremost, we have the pre-show. Uh, it was R-Truth going against Drew Gulak for the for the WWE 24-7 Championship. Just to let you guys know, this was... Uh, nobody could not interfere in this match. It was between R-Truth and Drew Gulak. And R-Truth is still your defending WWE 24-7, 7-11, 365... 
uh, hardcore oh. European I I ninety five South in uh, champion, as Truth would say. Um, and you know what? It was this was a great comical match. Th- this was good. It reminded me of just like the opening couple, like the opening minute. It reminded me of DDT, and I gotta give a mad props to, to Gulak because. He literally just like, you know. Hey, Jimmy, how's it going? Yeah. yeah door secret handshake. Yeah, woo. And then the football punk kicked to the head. <laughs> I just decked him. <laughs> I don't think a lot of wrestlers would have just like thought of that, play that onto the fly. And then when you saw R-Truth's face about like, hey, what's going on here? Like, you leaving me out, man? And then supposedly hitting little Jimmy. And his face just like, no, you know. <laughs> I, I got to give it to Drew Gulak and R-Truth, man. That was just, you know, it was a comical wrestling match. And it was good. You know, it's not, it, it's 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 almost there to like DDT level comedy. But, you know, in its own way, in its own right, it's still WWE. But they did a good job with it. So I, I got to give them respect for that. Really got to give him mad respects for that. Uh, All right. And then up next, we have the first of three Hell in a Cell matches. This one is with Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman going against Jey Uso in a I Quit match. And the stipulation is uh, Jey Uso and his older brother Jimmy Uso have to take orders and acknowledge Reigns as the tribal chief or... The Usos and their immediate families will be exiled from the Anoa'i family. Okay. This okay. All right. This is the first match of the pay per view. It went on for like almost a half an hour. It was okay. Not the greatest match I saw, but it was still a good match. It was an okay match. Like. There was a lot of moments where they were just like, you know, fight, 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 rest, set up or something. Then fight, 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 rest, set up. And then there was a moment in the match where I see Jay, like, having uh, Roman just, like, chokehold and something. He's just like, you know, you know, and just like. For like that, that felt like an eternity when they're like, "Is he gone? Is he tapped out? Is like, is is he like you know passed out? Does he, is is he gonna continue the match?" And then you and then you hear the ref just like you know, hey, Roman, 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 are you okay? Can you continue the match? You gotta respond, man. Roman, it's like I'm just like, ah, oh, Jesus, man, like are you getting really like hamming this up? So that yeah, so there were moments like that that were just like really hamming it up, and then at the near end of the match, you know, Jay, uh, uh, no Jimmy comes in, tries to help out Jay after like this horrible like hit, and then Roman is just like you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> and then you know Jay's like, fine, I quit, don't hurt my brother. I'm just like, yeah. uh, uh, it's like that. 
overall, it's okay. Story-wise, okay. It's good. Wrestling-wise and all that stuff, eh, could have been better. Mm. So, I mean, what's the point of an I quit match? I mean, that... You're supposed to say I quit. That's it. You have to make one or the other have to say I quit. Uh, but instead, they just draw it out. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm thinking about the Eddie King, you know, the upcoming Eddie Kingston man. You know, uh, I never tapped out. I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna make you quit. Yeah. See, I'm okay. That was more believable. Okay. 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 So, like, okay, right, right, right. I'm I'm definitely gonna do. This. I'm gonna I'm gonna compare this one. Next, after watch that one on full gear, and then I would definitely see which is the better. So, for now, this was okay, not the greatest, but it was okay. It was it was one of the better matches of the night. Okay, so up next we have singles match: Elias versus Jeff Hardy, and Elias defeated Jeff Hardy by disqualification. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't that great. I think they're gonna continue this feud. A little bit longer, but you know, it like I said, it was an okay filler match because it only because you needed a palate cleanser. I think the next two matches were palate cleansers because they weren't didn't even pass like the eight, they didn't even hit the 10 minute mark. Let's put it that way. Mm. So, because and what he means by that is the second match of well, the fourth match, if you will, uh, the singles match for the money in the bank contract. Which I think the story wise it's silly because, you know, Otis legally won it. But it the Miz with John Morrison, well the Miz defeated Otis and he had Tucker by his side though. Yeah, the finish was interesting because now it it okay. So heavy machinery is dead. Yep. Tucker became a heel. Miz now has a shot to become champion once again. Uh I'm kind of like thinking, okay, so what are they going to do with Otis and Tucker now? Since they since the team ended, are they still going to be on their separate ways or what? Or just, you know. But he did cut a pretty good promo at the end, Tucker. So he, he did get a pretty good promo saying like, you know, hey, what about me? You know, everyone forgot about me and this and that. So, you know. No one forgot about him. He's just saying that because of the brand split. And the the, the, uh, uh, the lottery. <laughs> and, well, it's still, it's okay. It's alright. But it's still... It's, I don't know what's going in through WWE's mind because there's like... Okay, they're splitting up tons of tons of tag teams. You know, need I remind you that their, their tag team pool is just eh, dwindling little by little. A so. lot. Heavy. Too much. Come on, the New Day splitting up? That's a huge... Mistake. Mm, well, like I said, I'll be okay with it if they push Biggie, if he if he comes the next champion. But like I said, we just gotta wait and see. Okay. Up next, um, I gotta say it's it's match of the night. It this was match of the night, and it was Sasha Banks going against Bailey for the women's uh, uh, Hell in the Cell match. Yes, thank you for the women, SmackDown Women's Tag uh, Championship. Yeah, and Sha- Sasha Banks is your new SmackDown's Women Champion. Uh, clocked in at twenty six minutes, twenty six and a half minutes, a little bit over twenty six and a half minutes. Was it, it? It was good. This was this was really really good of a match. 
Um, congratulations to both of them. They, they, they did a hell of a job. They you they both usually do put do a, a hell of a job when the when the spotlight's on, on the brightest stage. You know, should this should this should have been the main event? Yes, this should have been the main event. Um, but other than that, you know, they both did a great job. A lot of good spots, a lot of good moments. Um, there was a moment or two where I thought that uh, they botched something, or or it could have been the camera angle. But other than that, th- this was still a good match. This was a really really good match. Yeah. And then up next, he had well, the disappointment of the night. This is what I didn't like. You know, the pacing. You know, why not elevate this more for the main event instead of going like a, go up, but then dip down pretty bad he, and just to build up, build up again. To break yeah. even, so to speak. And what I mean is this. Singles match for the U.S. Championship. Bobby Lashley defeated Slapjack uh, by submission, and the match was three hour, three minutes and 50 seconds long. Yeah, so it's a four-minute match. Yeah, this could have been on the on the pre-show. This could have been on the pre-show. I mean, hell, the R Truth match was five minutes twenty-five seconds. Yeah, and it was on the pre-show. I was okay with it. I could have had both of them in the pre-show, and that would be it. Yeah, but see, but the reason why they had to put some, they had to put it there. Why? Because they didn't have anything else. Well, why not just put the R Truth? Oh no! All they had was like one, two, three, four, five matches. They had five matches. If you don't count the R-Truth, because that's pre-show. So you had the Roman Reigns. So no, so you had three Hell in a Cell matches and two regular matches. You had five matches. Well, three matches, so it's six. No, no, no. Don't count, the, don't count this atrocity. Ah. You had five. Well, if anything, the R-Truth match should have been part of the main card. You might as well. It could it could have been the starter, or it could have been the palate cleanser of a match. Like if you put this, if you put the archers and Drew, uh, Drew Gulak match, you know, be sandwiched in between the uh, Banks and Bailey and the Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre matches. Yeah, you know what? I would that would have been fine of a of a palate cleanser match. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's a little too high, but still, it's better than this monstrosity. Yeah. You know, and and it, and it goes to show the only thing that's hurting WWE is themselves. Why? Because of booking like this. Like, what the hell? Like, seriously. And finally, we have the main events. Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. And we have a new WWE champion in Randy Orton. Talking in at 30 minutes, 35 seconds. Um, this was good too. It was like a Randy Orton match. It was like a regular Randy Orton match. Just, you know, pacing wise and, and the spots and everything like that. It was just all... It just screamed Randy Orton match. You know, um, don't get me wrong. He's not a bad wrestler. He's good. But it's just the whole pacing and everything. It was like he was just leading the match. Um, Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, Drew McIntyre's reign from... Has, hasn't been that long. I don't know why they... 
they pulled the trigger on this. It's a head scratcher right now. The payoff better be good. Probably because uh, since the Miz uh, hijacked the money in the bank briefcase, um, maybe he'll use it again. I guess. I don't know, but uh, that's just a head scratcher thing. It's, you know, we don't know. Okay. But overall, okay. Hell in a Cell as a whole. If he didn't have the Bailey and Banks match to be that good. Matter of fact, if you took out that match alone. If, if you took out that match. This would have been a B show. Like a C plus B show. Because it was kind of... It was, okay. You had good matches. Some were good. Some were bad. Some... Well, let me take this back. One match shouldn't even be there. Um... The Elias and Hardy match was good. Screwy finish. WWE. What do you expect? Um, the the Miz, uh, the Miz and Otis match. Uh, took me a little off. Took me a, a little bit off guard because of the whole thing with Tucker did. Um, but then again, it's WWE. So, I think the match that saved this pay per view was. Sasha Banks and Bailey match. Um, the Orton and McIntyre match was not bad. It was more entertaining and better than the Reigns and Uso match. And the other match, the the other matches on the main card, they were okay, but not that great. So that being said. With um, think so that being said, with the bank with Banks and uh, Bailey, I would give this a B plus show. B plus A minus. Matter of fact, yeah, I'll give I'll give this an A minus just the fact that the women stole the match. Still, it was the match of the night, and they did a hell of a great job. I think I'll just give it a B B plus. Yeah. Most likely a B. Yeah. So, without further ado, we already know what's going to be the next pay-per-view, and it's the yearly event. Survivor Series, November 22nd, obviously, once again, at the Arm Amway Center. Yeah. So, we don't know if they're going to be uh, bringing in NXT like they did last year. So, um, hopefully they do. If not, I can understand why. But um, Survivor Series has always been really good. And um, this Survivor Series is going to be a very special one. Because it's, it has a very special anniversary. Oh, it'll celebrate the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker's WWE debut. So yeah, so they better do something good for him. If he if the rumors are true that he might come back, maybe do a match because it's the thirtieth anniversary when he was introduced, I'll be alright with it. Doesn't have to be a long match. It doesn't have to be like a a ten minute ma- like a ten minute match or anything. If it was a squash match, I'm okay with that. You know. 
you know, he he deserves to be retired. You know, he's done a lot. You know, let them. Let, let, you know, I, I I don't want the Undertaker's legacy be tarnished. Just leave it where it is. You know how the way he went off into the sunset in WrestleMania, I was okay with that. Leave it like that. So. All in all, what do you think of, uh, what did you think of Hell in a Cell? Mm, well, at least it was a bit of an improvement than last year's Hell in a Cell. Mm. Only two matches out of what? A bunch. And, and the one with Bray Wyatt, like, it's a Hell in a Cell match. Why did you call it if it's a Hell in a Cell match? So this is a very, you know, considering the present situation that we're in, it is a big improvement to that. <laughs> very big. And the thing, too, that's a, that, that, that surprised me, that happened a year ago. That's the shocking thing. They act, I, I think WWE actually learned from their mistake about, okay, we can't screw this up again for two years in a row. We got to make this work. So, yeah. But other than that, yeah, this was not bad of a show. This was pretty good. It surprised me uh, here and there a little bit, but. Hmm. That's how I felt about uh, the most of the matches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there we go. There you have it. Thank you. There we go. How there you have it for Retro Shoots. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. And just to let you guys know, Halloween is coming up. Stay safe out there. If you guys can't go out and trick or treat, that's all right. You know. Um, if you want a good recommendation of any wrestling matches, if you have the WWE Network, uh, go watch previous years of Hell in a Cell, excluding last year's, of course. Um, you know, or watch. Uh, to watch horror movies or spend some time with your kids, you know, or do something like that. Watch the Santo movies, pure wrestling. Well, Lucha Libre wrestling. <laughs> yeah, him and uh, Blue Demon going against, uh, I think it was the Dracula and the Werewolf. Tag team action. Oh, yeah, the fighter for the moon. Fighting for the, we're fighting on Mars to, for control of the moon. There we go. Or other classics as Santo. Santo's going against Dracula. Santo's going against the Wolfman. Santo's going against the Mummy. Santo's going against. Going against the female vampires. And of course, Santos going against um, Frankenstein. And the monster from Blue Lagoon. So, any of the Santo movies back in, back in the glory days of um, Mexican cinema. Or El Epico de Oro. The golden age of Mexican cinema. Watch any of those. Trust me. They're cheesy. But they're great. And especially, like... Like, the movies are, like, about, like, what, like, an hour 10, an hour 20 minutes long. And, like, you get three good matches, like, two, three good matches during that film. And, and not, and not just, like, like, um, cheesy matches. He actually had, like, Santos actually putting up a wrestling match, you know. So, yeah, give those a watch. Watch them. They're good. They're cheesy fun. They're all in Spanish, by the way. I don't know if they've subtitled them, but just watch them. They're, they're just, like, that good to watch. So, 
Until then, I am Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Put on your mask. Keep your physical and social distancing. You know, and if you, and also, happy Halloween. And, you know, stay there and enjoy a safe, happy, rest, happy Halloween. And keep on watching wrestling. Ooh.